is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the 28th episode of the Odd and Offbeat podcast. 28th, coming out on the 27th, not to be confusing at all. (laughs) Yes. We are a show hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever mystifying Louis Fox. I am. That's because I'm a professional magician. Because you're mystifying? Yeah. What's like the number one thing people say to you when you tell them you're a magician? Um, Number one, uh, they're like, can you make my wife disappear? Oh, of course, yeah. Or something stupid. Or can you turn this dollar into a hundred dollar bill? Uh-huh. Um, and then I do a trick. They want to use your skills for personal gain. Yeah. Immediately. And, and they, they are usually shifting gain. <laughs> Kill my wife or, or make, make fraudulent money. It's like everything a genie can't do. You're, you're the ma- closest thing they will ever get to a genie. Oh, you're a magician? Can you give me more wishes? What? You're like, that's the one thing magicians can't do. No wishes we for can't more grant more wishes. So that's what you should say. You're like, I can't make people fall in love with you. I can't give you more wishes. But I can do card tricks. I can, I can make your nine into a... <laughs> Into a 10. Yeah. I can disappoint you with my hands faster than anyone else can. (laughs) That is true. So do people think that you like you have super abilities? Like, do they put that together? Like, it's a learned skill? I don't think... Born out of a... I don't think people realize how much of a learned... They're like, oh, you just buy that at a magic shop instead of practicing for hours on how to, like, They They think that. Yeah. Huh. That's something that I always find interesting. It's like, oh, wait, no, I do sleight of hand. Uh It it actually is... You can't just do it. This is a skill, man. This is an art form. It's probably, yeah, probably the worst (laughs) skill ever, but it's a skill. (laughs) So... In fact, our interaction is being funded by a grant right now. Thank you, for Culture. That's how artistic this shit is. <laughs> well, I just find it funny that, you know, because ma- magic is in pop culture quite a bit, but it's generally used, they sort of shit on magicians oh, quite yeah. a bit. They do. Well, my wife made this observation. Every sitcom has a magician episode. Oh, really? Yeah, where, you know, you get locked in the pizza parlor with the magician, which sounds really creepy, or or like there's a talent show and they have to do magic. Gotcha. But there's a magic episode. I feel like it's gimmick that people go to in movies and TV as like a quick, funny skill to demonstrate. Yeah, or it's like, okay, now we're going to the amusement park, too. It's, it's, it's an easy box to probably... Yeah, like I just watched uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. and great movie, but he learns magic because he has house arrest. So he's ah. like, he's going to like some online magic university. <laughs> and then he's, he, he, he does it, but he sort of craps on it while he does it, right? Yeah. He's like, sort of like, look how dorky this is. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that's the story of my life. <laughs> look how stupid this is. Well, it's tough too, because your skill, you're not... As a magician, you're not rewarded for your talent, right? Your talent is to fool people. So they don't necessarily see the skill that you have. Correct. And so it's sort of a weird moment where they're like, they don't realize how difficult it is to make them not see the thing that they didn't see. Correct. Yeah. Like there's a trick I used to do with the rat 
Uh-huh. And you, every time you're like, how do people not see that? <laughs> Ta-da! You also saw it 83 times. <laughs> well, so granted, I didn't know how you did it for a long time. Yeah, and then once you saw it, you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. It's like, like one of those 3D paintings where you unfocus your eyes and you see the shark. Yeah. Like once you see it, you're like, how do you not see that? Well, and then you see it the rest of your life, wherever yeah. you go. It haunts you. Like I see your rat trick everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what have you been up to this week? <laughs> Uh, I went to the online magic university <laughs> trying to get my third diploma. <laughs> third diploma. I'm I, getting my, I got one from online mime university. <laughs> online mime. I got clown college. On, online ventriloquism school. Yeah. yeah. I don't know seat. if we've ever told this story on the podcast, but there's this, this story about this old ventriloquist who used to work comedy clubs, Otto and George. George. And so George. Uh, George was the guy Otto was the puppet or was it vice versa I don't remember so anyways the puppet it was extremely offensive very offensive and like racist sexist say the most horrific things and he would get away with it because it, was, it wasn't the guy saying it, it was the puppet. Yeah. And so once he offended someone so much that they stormed the stage and they stabbed the puppet. That's how mad you have to be, but how good the illusion is. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> they, they stabbed the puppet because the puppet was so saying these offensive things. It's like, wow. Yeah. People believe it. People, I mean, they're, they're aware that it's, a, it's an act, but they buy into this sort of... I it's guess hard to stab the ventriloquist when he's not the one, even though he is the one saying he's like i'm not the one saying it man look yeah. at this the puppet i just told the guy. puppet he was wrong for saying that <laughs> all right so uh yeah Uh-oh. nothing's going on with me just just hanging out just hanging out so i went to an escape room oh yeah yeah for my brother's birthday how'd it go we got out was it quit how long did it take so you have like an hour uh-huh and you you have to, like essentially it's a series of challenges um you start in a room and you got to find clues so basically you pay a hundred bucks to just trash a room nice looking for yeah. things we did an episode uh with the story of a man who who broke into an escape room at night and couldn't escape yeah yeah with our buddy kai called it yeah, and he got arrested that would be episode 19 so check that it's pretty funny episode i was actually kind of disappointed this one like you could just walk out if you wanted to oh really yeah ah oh, that's lame yeah and he's like you know the uh the rolling boulder and in indiana jones to come down or <laughs> yeah you know, that'd be awesome knives start shooting out yeah, a wall. totally or like you know the uh the trash compactor in star wars it's like it's See, closing like, in i would go to an escape room in mexico in a heartbeat <laughs> <laughs> you're there for 30 years yeah it's just mexican jail <laughs> it's, it's, all right i like it all right let's get to some stories let's do it Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from whiskeyriff.com. That's a news source more reliable than someone from Arkansas spelling mesothelioma. <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> Guy sings Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places for 36 hours straight to raise money for charity. 
Wow, that's that's a lot of time. You, yeah, mad props. To or they call that just Tuesday in Pendleton. <laughs> mad props to this man. According to Fox News, a Seattle karaoke host just sang Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places for 36 hours straight. One man, one song, no sleep, and only a two to five minute break between songs for water, food, and the bathroom. So it's like 36 union hours. <laughs> the 36-hour mission was part of an annual breast cancer awareness fundraiser. His goal was to raise $10,000, donating all the proceeds to the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Foundation. So I'm working on a fundraiser uh, for colon cancer. It's going to be 36 hours and baby got back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are in luck because we were able to track this man down and he was willing to make an appearance in our studio here on our podcast. We have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Cliff Satterwhite in studio. Woo! Gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank Cliff. you, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So you saying... Uh, I like I like how you blindly just agreed to come to Matt's basement. <laughs> I know. I, I, there was no sort of like... Sort of like he didn't vet us in any way. He's like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm double thinking as I look at the skull. And... <laughs> I, I always have to pre-warn people. I'm like, I hope you like weird stuff because uh, it gets a little weird. Pre-warn? <laughs> Yeah, well, I warned people. I, I well, warned them before, before he warning. before he came down to the basement. I warned him. Well, there's skulls upstairs, and yeah. so you know that's sort of the the feeler testing the water. Why why friends in low places? Friends in low places. First of all, it's a fun song. Everybody knows the song. Yeah. I was I had uh, retired from singing karaoke. I had been uh, hosting karaoke for. 20 some odd years and I gave it up and then a friend of mine had an opportunity said she was going to stop doing karaoke I said before you stop let me come in and see if I could do something when I started advertising some friends of mine said why are you choosing that bar it's so small and I was like I, you know I got friends down there and we've been going there for 15 20 years so when it when it came time for me to select a song that kind of popped back in my head and uh, friends in low places. Yeah. So. Now, have you you've attempted this in the past? You've done other variations of this specific fundraiser, or this is this is the fourth year that we've attempted and succeeded in in the marathon. Wow! Wow! So, so what was your first time? Like, what was your first length? Uh, it was thir- as always always been thirty six. I don't 36. know why that number came. I, as I was training for it, because you you do have to train eight, six to eight weeks. It's like in Rocky for three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's really like is. shooting eggs down in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the first week is is trying to stay up, no nap, sixteen hours. Then it's eighteen. Oh hours, yeah. Then twenty hours, and then the first maybe two weeks out, twenty four out, full hours. Uh-huh. If you can make twenty four full hours. I could probably go 40 hours. In uh, fact, the second year I did accidentally, but I ended but up. But you didn't tell up. people that you did 40 hours. <laughs> no. like, then the next time I'm going to have to break it even more. <laughs> so, so yeah, you, you work your way into it. It's uh, So that 36 hours is actually up about 38 hours. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I, you, you have to adjust your sleep patterns, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a grueling thing. How long do you it. sleep? Uh, the day after you do this, or is it just wreck you for the week? Yeah, in general? it really does throw you off for a, for a good four or five days. Uh, uh, but that next sleep uh, is only about five hours. Oh. It's, yeah. it's, it's a light sleep. And then gradually the next time I go to bed, it's 10 hours. You got to yeah. train to go it's, to sleep yeah. normally. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you come back from Asia or yeah. you know, yeah. you're like, you're completely thrown off. Yeah. It's like middle of the day. You're like, Oh, I'm going to sleep so hard. It's like two hours. Yeah. Like, ah. yeah. Now what happens at the bar between two and 6am? 
2 and 6 a.m., the, the wait staff normally takes them about an hour, hour and a half, maybe 3.30 to kind of do what they got to do. And then the first cleaning crew comes in about 6.30, 7 o'clock. So there's about... So is there, there's not an audience? Is this the cleaning crew? There's just the, the cleaning guy and, and, and media. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And media has been yeah, yeah. coming in at, uh, early in the morning. And then I, I'm on Facebook Live and, and stuff like that. It reminds me of like the most depressing comedy shows I've done where it's just like a person <laughs> vacuuming in the back. Yeah. Well, if you look at the Q13 uh, feed there, there's nobody there. It's just me and the camera guy. He's panning around. He does some long shots where he's at one end of the club and there's nobody there with me at the end of the club just singing into the, <laughs> the screen. It's, uh, you next to a dartboard and right, it looks like an air hockey machine right, or something. Right, oh, yeah. I'm bringing a bunch of those wacky inflatable arm guys. <laughs> Give me a little boost. We do have some stand-up uh, Marilyn Monroe. and <laughs> Oh, yeah. You got, you got the people attached to you. They're like... Wait, so I would imagine, so it's 36 hours, so I imagine you're singing during business hours for Correct. part of it. Do they have to sort of pre-warn people when they, when <laughs> they I, come or in? Or as we call it, warn. Yes. <laughs> I have pre-warned. I'm going to warn you. So there's a warning there's coming. There's soon to be a warning. In ten so because I imagine people, you know, they walk in and then they hear a person singing the well, same the song. The advertisement over. has been pretty good. So uh, weeks leading up to the event, now it's it's kind of a relatively everybody knows what's happening there. But I just have a laptop, and it's I don't sing out when there's no one singing gotcha. with me. I'm just kind of under my breath, kind of in the corner by myself. And people come in, they you know drop in a donation and wave and point and laugh and you know it's 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 kind of subdued it's it's not really a but later in the in the evening eight o'clock when the bar people come in uh-huh. uh they get together and it's a it's a pretty raucous uh, you get a little you give them yeah. a show oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they 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 help me out do you but every for every different time do you do it in like a different uh tone or different <laughs> character or different voice weird like, novelty uh, carry on now novelty I'm gonna, version <laughs> sing it in, uh, in kermit kermit's voice <laughs> blame it all of me roots i'll show <laughs> up in boots <laughs> there you go no, nothing like that. You should I'm add not... that. Like you could donate more, and you'll sing it as a specific person. Like you have a menu. Yeah, like, I, for ten thousand dollars, I'll sing it as Marilyn Monroe and strip. You know, for for twelve thousand, I'll sing it as Marilyn Monroe and not strip. Yeah. For thirty thousand dollars, I won't sing at all. Right, there we I go. will stop we singing just this. Quit this thing. Right here. So how much do you raise doing this? Uh, we haven't hit our mark yet. Okay. The Last year we were close. We got to eight. This year, donations have been down. We just went over 3200 Oh, wow. So we're, nice. we're, we've uh, we've missed the mark, but I am so grateful for every single dollar. Absolutely. I mean, it's, a, it's a big, big thing. I mean, there's some people are, are really, really struggling with this disease. Real Men Wear Pink is the organization that I'm with. And Real Men Wear Pink is a feeder kind of a found, uh, fun, fundraising feeder program for the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. Okay. It's all men. Guys who have a similar um, connection, we all know someone or who's uh, had that diagnosis yeah. mm-hmm. of, of breast cancer, and it's, it can be pretty devastating. And sometimes you, you want to do more than just uh, take somebody to their appointments or, you know, sometimes uh, guys are, are kind of end up being the person at home who has to take on the extra responsibilities, cook and get the kids to sleep, yeah. and, you know, and all those those things. I mean, you're helping out, but you want to do more. Uh, and you want to make uh, a direct impact. And so Real Men Wear Pink, it's it's for guys like that. Yeah. 
it, we take a proactive approach to raising money. And there's this year we've got uh, almost 30, 30 people in the group. Uh, so it's it's growing, and there's uh, and that's just this this area. Uh, South Sound, Seattle okay. has a a, a, a group. Um, Portland has a group. So it's it's nationwide. Okay, and we're pink is a nationwide uh, fundraising uh, arm of the American Cancer. Society. And is everyone in your group doing a different sort of publicity? Correct. Stunts, correct, correct. correct. We have a uh, a pastor who does uh, gospel concerts. Oh, cool! Uh, We had a gentleman who knows uh, some people, uh, uh, musicians, and they did a a little jazz concert. And so, uh, in addition, uh, Susan Jones did a comedy show. Okay, yeah. So we've done comedy, we've done dart tournaments, we've done uh, vocal uh, showcases, all uh, trying to raise money. Awesome, that's cool. You should do a bar like minute to win it because I think you know you're like love that five bucks and your buddy. Snails, or yeah, totally, yeah. Ten dollars. If you put five in, you guys are doing like, it. Let's make a deal or something. Like have just a complete yes. game show where yes. people get people get behind that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're looking. We're always doing every uh, every. It's a week long of fundraising. So we start off with the making uh, with the. Uh, Friends in Low Places Marathon. Then that that next Thursday we have a dart tournament and ski ball tournament. Ski ball is big. Who knew? <laughs> Unbelievable. Then the uh, comedy show, and then we end up with uh, with our voices for the cause, which is uh, kind of my end to this whole thing. Seven years ago, a friend of mine who was also in the karaoke uh, business, she got me involved, and in, she's a two time survivor, Sandra Holiday. We call her Smitty. She's a two time survivor, and she wanted to do something to help raise money, you know, using what we do, hosting karaoke. So we got 20 of the area's kind of karaoke hosts, people who, who could sing. And we, we did a show, and that first year we raised $2,000. Nice. Nice. And then every year since then we've we've done the same thing. This is very much like the the – the sitcom, like we got to raise money to save the whatever. We're all gonna yes. build the barn and have the dance. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. obvi- obviously, well, the goal—it's it's great grassroots stuff. Yeah. You know? The goal is to make as much money as possible. But do you have like a specific goal that you're trying to reach? Your chapter trying to reach—is there like a you know the the pink thermometer that's being raised? <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, South Sound uh, Real Men. Our, our goal is fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And uh, I I have a personal goal of ten thousand, and I've had that from day one. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. When we first sat down uh, seven years ago, I said ten thousand dollars. They were like, "Come on, Cliff, just whatever." I'm like, "No, we I'm aiming high, man. Yeah, I'm aiming high. Even so. though I'm singing friends in low places, <laughs> I'm aiming high. Uh, we're, we're yeah, I should have sung because we got high. <laughs> 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 if I had a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the better. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um so what's what's next on the agenda? Is there are you going to do uh, you said darts is next, skee ball and then a comedy well, show, but do you do an, you yourself do an, are going to do another one of these? No, this this I'm done with my portion of fundraising at the club. We have what is that, that for the year. Well, actually, the, the the Real Men campaign goes from September 1st, 60 days. We're required to wear something pink ah, uh, uh-huh. for 60 days all the way through the end of October. So October 31st, the fundraising campaign ends, and we hope to have met our goals by, by that date. Okay. So there's still um, two and a half more weeks of fundraising yeah. available. And I do mine mostly through social media, Facebook, and um, sending out emails and uh, kind of getting people to get the information. Because even if, if nobody gave a dollar and I send out uh, information about early detection, that's that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, breast cancer has seen a 40% decline in the, or incline in the survival rate. 
because of early detection. Oh. And that's the, that's the key. Wow. Um, 265,000 new cases a year. 5,000 cases of male breast cancer. And, yeah, a and, lot of people don't know that males can. This is yes, something that can you know, affect men also. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, and, and it's one of the early detection. And you know, we're not taught to do the self examination, and most of the time in men, it's uh, a spouse or a partner who finds something unusual. And yeah. So it's one of those things where people really need to perform those self examinations, uh, get in for uh, testing because that is that's really the key. That's what's driving that. 40% uh, survival rate, you know, so that's a awesome. big, big deal. That's crazy. But, you know, the, the wearing of the pink, it really does do something. It starts a conversation immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wear toe shoes. Uh, three years ago, I put uh, Lee Press-On nails. On <laughs> and so I, like <laughs> I was at the store um, sitting in my car, just kind of getting my little shopping list uh, ready. And some guy came out and he was admiring. I just bought the truck and he was admiring my truck. So we're talking, you know, Hemi and how much. You know, and he's giving me all this comparing my truck to his truck. And I stepped out of the truck and he looked immediately. His eyes <laughs> went immediately down to my pink toenails. And you're like, my eyes are up here. <laughs> and he goes, that's okay. I got to go. Uh-huh. And he turned around and walked. Gotcha. Out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it was, it's just so bizarre. People still yeah. in this day and age get that. The color pink is associated with femininity. Or, yeah. It's, it's you know, so yeah. bizarre. Uh, you know, so I will uh, say whenever I run to a lady wearing blue, I'm like, nope, nope, no way, <laughs> out of here. Instant end of truck conversation. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be talking to her about her truck, and then I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> but yeah, it's, there's still a stig stigmatism uh, uh, associated yeah. with that uh, with pink, and and for the month of of October, you know, it's, it's really important. Something yeah. every day. And I, I normally have a pink shirt or a pink pair of shorts or mm-hmm. I put my press on. So yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh, all for it. I like that. I like that. But nails. it starts a, it starts a conversation. Maybe pink eyelashes. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's the next step. Put some of the, the feather eyebrows <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> or so, pink lipstick. <laughs> but it does start the conversation. I get a chance to talk about the real men, uh, wear pink campaign and, and what we're doing and, and how people can, uh, you know, donate and, that is so. That is so awesome. You you mentioned earlier that you're trying to get this as a Guinness World Record, and uh, and what is the? You said that you said the sti- the stipulations that Guinness already had was that it was longer and there's more singers. And- yeah, there was uh, when I Google, did a Google search and went on their website, the world record is 76 straight hours. Jeez. But uh, from what I understand, there's uh, sleep breaks, and and my. My record has no, there's no sleep breaks. Yeah. And uh, I give myself five, five minutes if I have to go to the bathroom. Surprisingly, only a couple times during that, you know. It's, uh. like, it's like going camping where you won't poop for a week. Yeah. yeah. Your adrenaline is going so much. <laughs> so I keep you clenched. Uh, the first year I did learn how to eat. You can't eat a whole lot. So now, uh, third, three years later, it's uh, uh, nuts, berries, cheeses, little, little, handfuls at a time yeah every two or three hours and that's that's the key yeah you, well, you can't eat a big meal right no you'll that's yeah. that itis that will put you to sleep for sure and i have like a thanksgiving spread <laughs> i like how you're gonna, you're the, gonna guy, the guy that's trying to break your record sends a turkey over he's gonna have a he's gonna have a whole meal plan the, the, the garth brooks 36 hour meal plans yeah. <laughs> i love it 
This is great. So, um, so if people want to donate, they can go to uh, South Sound Real Men Wear Pink on their Facebook page. South Sound Real Men Wear Pink. Click on donate, and then there's a list of all the candidates. And I'd love you to donate to my. Um, fundraiser event but there's 26 other yeah. guys just donate a dollar donate two dollars yeah. anything you can anything you can donate it's pretty it's, small drop in the bucket it really is wow. but it goes a long ways there's so many programs women uh, who have lost their hair due to chemo can get wigs and uh, tutorials on how to do makeup if you have uh, if you need a ride to your chemotherapy appointment there's a share ride program uh, that uh, the making strides in wow. American Cancer Society uh, provide for people so there's even a dollar goes a long ways I'm telling you absolutely it makes a big, big difference and things cost money yes yeah, things what? Cost, people don't realize <laughs> stuff costs money and some people don't have access to That's funds exactly. or resources that can help That's them with exactly that right. or even have exactly insurance that. and so yeah. just a little bit of money really can help people yeah so South Sound uh, Real Men Wear Pink on their Facebook page and you'll see a donate uh, button click on that donate and then scroll down to Cliff Satterwhite or any of the other candidates over there LaMarco Mitchell is our regional um, manager down here he's, he's the guy running the show spectacular spectacular individual. Uh, he's absolutely behind everything that we we come up with these yeah. ideas to raise money. And he's like, that's awesome. <laughs> gives us the big thumbs up. Yeah, we should do something. We should do a podcast, <laughs> a 36 hour podcast where we only do Garth Brooks. Yeah, stories. We only, do only Garth Brooks stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did the serious uh, uh, satellite radio, and the, one of the questions the guy goes, he goes, uh, what, what are you going to do when Garth Brooks calls and says, don't do the song? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst PR thing ever. Yeah, for Garth, Garth is like, hey, listen, I'm not into the, what the Crazy, cause here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, have you, have, have you been in contact with his people? Or? Uh, every, every year I send the full PR blitz to, to Nothing? Facebook every he didn't even Media send you like a channel. signed photo. No, or man, jeez, crickets. So and he was here like two weeks after the event last year. He did a, a show yeah, with yeah. the Wolf. Uh, I got nothing from the Wolf. I was uh, really. I would think they would pick it up. The, that's the so that's our local country station. Yeah, Wolf yeah. is a, yeah. So uh, I'm yeah, surprised he didn't. Maybe he showed up in like disguise. Maybe he was the guy vacuuming in the back. <laughs> And he's like, he does, he's like, he should put more heart into this. Because <laughs> you're only singing when no one's there, you know, under your breath. <laughs> well, if, if somebody were to come in and do 40 hours, it would be on. Because yeah. I'd, I'd have to go after it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. You'd have to see this and really like, you know, be like, I got, yeah, I, could, I, I could do that. I got 37. <laughs> I, I do 37 every Christmas yeah. for my family. <laughs> <laughs> Call that too much nog. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a portion though at hour number thirty three where you're like, did I sing that song or did I think that song? Because <laughs> it really it really kind of morphs into you know, okay, I'm I'm awake, uh, I'm typing, talking to people, chatting with yeah. people. But it really does kind of morph into this <laughs> bending reality. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> did I think that or was I singing? I don't know. I'd have a minder with me, like a clicker. Yeah, right? You have like a, when you take a break, do you have like a little clock, like a little timer? Like a chest that, timer? Like it reminds you like, okay. No, I, I just, uh, it's kind of, I ha have it on a loop anyway. So it's, oh, it's no, constantly yeah, smart, playing yeah. anyway. So if I if I need to go get some water or something like that, I just kind of, you know, it doesn't take that long to walk across. The That's road. awesome. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming in and, uh, you know, being weirded out by all the stuff. And uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so that's Cliff Satterwhite, and of course, the the Facebook page was uh, South Sound Real Men Wear Pink. And it's the Real Men Wear Pink campaign, raising money for the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Foundation. Yeah, please go on there, like their page, donate a little bit, and uh, send us your stories if this has impacted your life or if what you're doing in your community to help bring awareness to uh, this sort of cause. So thank you so much for coming, man. Or if you know the guy that can do 37 yeah, hours, yeah. but we'll Tell send him. him. It's, it's on, it's on. We'll take him out. We'll take him out. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> Hey, uh, Cliff, do you want to stick around and do a story with us? I would love to, man. I would love to. All right, let's do it. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Until the early 20th century in Mongolia, criminals could be locked up in a wooden box as punishment, sometimes left to die of starvation. Weird News Stories, pod duh. This story comes from OregonLive.com. That's a news source more reliable than Intune Karaoke. <laughs> and this story is about karaoke. And the story goes, it comes from Portland, hence why it's on OregonLive.com. And it says, Dave Chappelle sang Radiohead at Portland Strip Club Karaoke, Reddit says. I like that that's their uh, confidential news source is Reddit. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle hasn't just been doing stand-up in Portland. The comedy star popped up at Devil's Point Strip Club on Sunday night, according to Reddit user Peaches666. That's, <laughs> that's a friendly person. <laughs> yeah. uh, where he sang Radiohead's Creep, The Police's Roxanne, and the Fuji's version of Killin' Me Softly. I don't know if Killin' Me Softly is my number one strip club song. That's a, kind of a wide range of songs if you think about it. Radiohead's Creep and then as a what's the number one song that people normally request at karaoke oh it's definitely friends in low places (laughs) (laughs) i would you're probably right though absolutely i'm telling you it's still to this day Yeah, I mean, but that's pretty. That's a widespread. I mean, I think that shows how diverse he is. Showing his range. Killing he, me softly is pretty low. He's like, like, there may be a booker in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's telling a story with the the, the creep Roxanne killing me softly. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a nice we gotta, arc. Yes, we got we to gotta find out what order he sang those songs in. Yeah, well, Dave Chappelle <laughs> does a storyline with the songs yeah. you got to follow. His karaoke is art. <laughs> <laughs> it is, right? That's awesome. And I have been to this strip club before. They do... Uh, the funniest thing that they do is they do stripperoke. That's what this is. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, does, oh, I, uh, so are we talking about oily microphones? Too? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Or sticky. Yeah I, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to put your mouth up to that microphone. But... Uh, <laughs> But it's essentially you're using karaoke on stage and there's strippers sort of dancing around you. And they make it very clear you're not allowed to touch the strippers. (laughs) You have to sign a waiver. And sometimes sometimes the strippers sing and it is awesome. So Do they cry? Yes. That's the song I want to sing. They're like, no one's following the arc of my songs, the storyline of my songs. I would just definitely, what's the, the Cats in the Cradle song? Yes. Yeah. Really nice guy. Let me bum a cigarette, Peaches666 said. That's, he, he bought her off. That's what he did. Hey, you on Reddit? Here's a cigarette. I love how they're reaching out for quotes of people on Reddit. Like yeah. They're not calling people. They're not. He got the whole bar singing, which was very cutie. It was 
It was the best creep I've ever witnessed at the club. At the club. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of creeps in that club. <laughs> yes. The best club ever. <laughs> Devil's Point Monday afternoon staff was unable to confirm the appearance. Killing Them Softly is the title of Chappelle's first HBO stand-up special, and the Fugees appeared alongside other hip-hop favorites in his Dave Chappelle's block party concert film. All right, so that makes sense there, then. He, do you think he's plugging? Like, he's like, subtly I'm sublim- plugging my first album. <laughs> I'm subliminally strip club karaoke. Yes. <laughs> What's some weird stuff that people say when they because it's a. I would imagine that some people get nervous when they do go and do karaoke. Oh yeah. Well, you you get people who are nervous, and then people who are a little bit overconfident. They'll tell you, "I'm going to kill this song." Uh-huh. <laughs> and, ah. and what do you think? Well, those people do they normally kill it? They or? normally kill it. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the. <laughs> I'm always amazed when like people. People come in and they like you can tell they've done that song in front of people right. like a thousand times. Yeah, and it's like you're not karaoke's not for you. Right. Karaoke's for people who can't sing and are like lack a little confidence. Not that people are so amazing. Yeah. Now, but, if Garth Brooks were to come to your karaoke bar and sing low place friends in low places would you be like really dude like it's like wearing wearing yeah. your band's what do you shirt think? to your concert Give me some range uh garth yeah, yeah. you know yeah me, no i agree show me some tupac yeah, yeah. some rappers delight i feel like i don't think garth i feel like kanye would sing his own songs at karaoke yeah. i'm trying to think of other people who are so narcissistic that yeah yeah uh i don't know if you know stefan morton a comic local comic in uh, uh milton area uh-huh. but he has a jokey oki he calls it uh, jokey oh that's awesome yeah yeah so you're, you're looking through the book and you might uh let me turn on some richard Pryor. let me get some richard Pryor. uh no let me get some stephen Wright. Let oh me get god some, you know huh. <laughs> in the jokey oki book <laughs> Are you, you, have be, you have to be super drunk to do that's that dangerous too? that's dangerous grounds you don't want a white guy getting up there doing like some prior like that would be be bad some dangerous ground there yeah but you'd have you'd have bad joke tellers and you'd have good joke tellers. yeah it's true you know, the knock knock joke uh always flies it's true because <laughs> it, it's a format everyone knows and loves it's true anticipatory yes so Chappelle just completed a run of Portland shows at the Aladdin Theater which with Seattle and Los Angeles up next for those interested in standing in Chappelle's shoes each Sunday Devil's Point hosts its stripperoki which I've been to an institution now famous enough to draw its own profile in the Guardian nice <laughs> well I don't know what that means in but... the newspaper the Guardian oh, I, I would imagine yeah either that or there's a guy outside <laughs> dude outside <laughs> In a full century (laughs) Centurion. (laughs) Like, is this a goth club? (laughs) Unlike many strip strip clubs, which have a dancing corral in the center of the space carved out for performances, Devil's Point is set up like a live music venue, The Guardian wrote earlier this year. The stage is suspended by giant faux chain link ropes, and those singing stand in a designated backstage spot as a dancer gets down upstage. Uh, okay, so you're in your little corral and you're singing, and that's what it is. And you got dancers. I mean, that is like the life. Portland does it. Portland does it right because they not only have strip karaoke, but they have strip uh, karaoke from hell, which is a live band. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Uh, it's so a it's live... the ro- stripper rockaroki. Yeah, yeah, but they're not strippers but oh. for this particular one. <laughs> Way to get your hopes up. Dang it. <laughs> the guy, the now you're just gonna you're adding stripper to everything. The drummer has a hell of a time yeah. stripping. Yeah, <laughs> stripper grocery shopping. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Right. I would not want to eat food with any vegetables from that. 
<laughs> That's why you wash them. The bananas, bananas are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you ever seen that? Like a live band? Yeah, the, the Rockerokey is fantastic. Wild Rover up in Kirkland—that is the quintessential place for Rockerokey. Yeah, spectacular. Uh, what's band. the name of it? Uh, the Wild Rover. Do we got to go? Yeah, Wild Rover. Uh, after we hit this place in, in Portland, because oh, of course, <laughs> we'll do the weird uh, yeah. karaoke tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do you think? What do you think, Dave Chappelle? The good song choices? Some Whitney Houston or something. Yeah, you know? that's true. Uh, we need some gender bender with uh, with. Oops, I did it again. He did kill me softly. Lord Hill sings that. <laughs> Creep, and then and then Roxanne, you know, Sting has a really falsetto, yeah, he went, falsetto he went, voice. He showed so. some range. Yeah, he showed some range. That's dude, I think Roxanne's a hard song to sing because it goes so high in that song. But I don't think they said how well he did. Someone said it was the best creep they had ever heard. Peaches 666. <laughs> Peaches 666 said it was the and best. That's a reliable source right there. Yeah, right. How about uh, I'm on fire? <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he should sing the songs. I bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> Should have been in his arc. That should have been his arc. Yeah, <laughs> Dave Chappelle's arc, career arc. <laughs> All right, I'm a fan. I'm, I love that he did that, and I think that he, he sang three songs. Yeah, I mean, he, he hogged the. There's, you he know, hogged the, this day. There's one lady. At, you know, she's like. I came to the strip club to do this. This is I was so nervous. I was planning this out all week. And then I get bumped by Chappelle. I yeah. would love that she, that person got bumped three different times for Chappelle. <laughs> oh, you know he was up there three songs in a row. He was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let me do uh let now, me do creep. Is that is that is that like against normal strip club oh, etiquette? Absolutely. To stick it up? That's strip club Car- karaoke, karaoke etiquette. etiquette. Oh. <laughs> strip club, don't entrap the man. Don't entrap the man. I've heard. I've heard that's <laughs> On all my stripper chat boards, <laughs> stripper karaoke host chat boards. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, that is a violation of the karaoke cro- code to to sing three songs in a row. That would even if you would... tip the host like forty bucks. Oh uh, yeah, the host. Uh, yeah, you've got to deal with the regular customers. Ah, after uh, that, big tipper's gone. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> You're like twenty dollar credit, first twenty dollars at the bar. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. What's the can, what's the weirdest sort of uh, karaoke thing that you've seen happen? Have you seen like a proposal or fight? I lots of lots of proposals? I don't know if you are really familiar with the duets, the movie duets. No, it's no. a it's a movie about karaoke, uh, a big karaoke com- uh, competition with uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Huey Lewis and Paul Giamatti. I'm gonna and- put my money on Huey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, there is a. Uh, uh, a fight scene at the end of that movie with cops and you know I've never seen cops at a karaoke show yeah you know because somebody was you know singing a song real real bad but uh, it doesn't get that bad we have had uh, people doing things to inanimate objects you know? yeah I imagine uh, you know you get mostly someone... the mic stand yes. <laughs> yeah do you disinfect that thing after oh, every show absolutely oh, absolutely you, you have to yeah. Your life, <laughs> you do your taxes, your accountants. Why is your Lysol bill so high? <laughs> if you've seen the things I've seen, I touched myself by the divinals. Uh, ah. That's that's that just goes without saying. When somebody hands me that slip, you got to watch out. Oh, the when, when I think about you, I touch myself. Yes, that yes, one. Oh yes, yeah, I yes. would imagine you have to act that song out. Yeah, no, that's not that's not the stand in place. Yeah, no. Move. Yeah, who, yeah, if you're choosing to sing that song, yeah. you're you're definitely. And they like, normally go, "Do you have a do you have a cordless mic?" <laughs> like, no, no. You're like, we need to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay, so so people humping things and yeah, people humping things. People actually going out to customers uninvited and giving them that lap dance that they oh always yeah wanted. yeah. It's a, some guys use the karaoke platform as a pickup spot. You know, I mean, oh yeah, make eye contact with the ladies. Yes, and yes, yes. I'm yes. sing to you. She's like, I didn't go out with him. I didn't like how he sang. Oops, baby, I did it again. <laughs> Oops, baby, I did it again. Right? Is that, is that, isn't that the song? Hit me, baby, one more. I think he mixed uh, a couple of songs. Oops, yeah. baby, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. Is that what it is? Hit me, <laughs> baby, one more time, and oops, I did it again. Oops. Okay, there it is. All right, whatever. <laughs> We went uh, when I uh, for one some birthday we went to uh, Bush Gardens in Chinatown to do oh, some yeah, karaoke. That's the best. I love that place. Yeah. Do you yeah. go there ever? It's been ages since I've been there, but most of those karaoke places have had karaoke forever. Yeah, I, the, ever. that place I love. That it's so, the best. I I was super hammered and I sang uh, Butterfly Kisses. <laughs> I don't even know that song. <laughs> it's a country song. <laughs> most of all, yes. I thank God for. Butterfly kisses after bedtime. That's a prayer. song. Give it, yeah, someone oh, yeah. actually put pen to paper on that. Uh, it was like a hit too. Yes, yeah. Butterfly it's, kisses. Oh, so, yeah. it's it's a big wedding song. Oh, well, wow. so I put, father daughter song. I put oh. in some other song, and that's what came up on the board. So yeah. I just sang it, <laughs> and you knew it. I, the words are right there. <laughs> I know it now. It's in part of my soul. <laughs> so at the time, uh, I think my wife and I were still dating. We might have been married, but we didn't have a kid. But my brother's like, you have to sing that at your daughter's wedding. Oh. Are you ki- I'm like, did you have you informed your daughter of this? Oh yeah, yeah. she's aware. She's the, and that's how we're keeping her from get- <laughs> getting married. <laughs> how we keep keep the boys away. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to be single my whole life, <laughs> just so I don't have to hear my dad sing this song. Yes, <laughs> I love it. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for sending in. Absolutely loving it, loving it. It's the odd and offbeat podcast. That's it for today. Of course, for more information and links to all the stories that we talked about, you can read the story that we referenced by clicking on the link that we have on our website. Which is oddandoffbeat.com, or you can just go back and listen to the episode and type them in as we go. (laughs) Um, We also post on Thursdays a weekly meme contest with a funny picture. You leave the caption, and the best caption we reveal on Sundays, and that person wins some swag. Yes, I just sent out some cool stuff uh, in the mail the other day. Yeah, I sent some weed to somebody. (laughs) That was your mom. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I did did buy her some weed <laughs> you're your mom's dealer <laughs> well you know my my family is uh, very religious and so my mom was having some neck issues and so i bought her some weed lotion to rub in and she liked really liked it she tried it good for, you know good for her never once had done any sort of uh thc infused anything and this is her first time and she really liked it oh nice yeah that's a it's a gateway lotion it is yeah she's gonna be using way harder lotions later (laughs) crack lotion (laughs) she's got meth lotion no no it's for my joints all the uh active ingredients in the meth has been taken out of it um, so yeah, check that out, folks. That's that is on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the social sites, and you can leave a comment, and it's a lot of fun. And you can see all the, our old memes, the past winners, on our website, yep. and also on Instagram, that sort of thing. 
So, um, where are you going to be this week, buddy? Uh, I'm just, well, we're going to be hanging out in uh, San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas, uh, Tejas. Yes, I've never been there before. I'm to excited. Te- you never been to Tejas? No. Well, no, I've been, to, I've been to Texas, but not San Antonio. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember I was just in Texas. I saw the alien. Oh, bridge. yeah, yeah. You were in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have been to Texas. I have been to San Antonio, and I uh, can't say there's a, it's an exciting city. They have um, not much. They have an airport. They have a Sea World. <laughs> they have a Sea World. There's a Sea World in San Antonio. Which it's is, way inland. Too. I know. That's what's bizarre. Yeah. Oh, we've got a. <laughs> have you been to the Sea World in Nevada? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, it's always weird when there's like an aquarium in a place that isn't anywhere near ocean water. Yeah. Like, do you have any local fish? I mean, it's like two. I guess it's like two hours inland from the Gulf of Mexico. So you know. All right, I'll give him that. Well, I did a gig uh, in a city that was the gateway to this the United States' largest naval base uh-huh. in Ridgefield, Nevada. It's in the Mojave Desert. Oh, nice! In the middle of the desert, Navy base. It's it goes so far back. <laughs> yeah. Who knew the Navy was so far back that when oceans <laughs> filled all of that South Central United States? Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, what what Navy was it? A uh, Pangea's Navy." <laughs> How do you think all these dinosaurs got over here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone had to ship them. <laughs> these are woolly mammoth transports. <laughs> I almost bought a woolly mammoth tooth. You should. It was 200... You mean a tusk or a tooth? tooth. Like a, a molar. Yeah, like 250 bucks. That's a good deal, actually. Yeah, I've seen those woolly mammoth. I've seen the tusk. I have some uh, some slices of tusks. I have some woolly mammoth hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some woolly mammoth scat. Oh, nice. Yeah. What are you up to? Uh, I'm also going to be in San Antonio with you. Nice. And uh, we got to book us a room. Yeah, I guess we got to figure out what we're doing. But we'll, I'll be out there, and then I got a corporate event in Portland to start off the holiday season, and and then it's all corporate events after that, man. I know our, our plugs coming into this are going to be like, what are you? Where are you going to be? Yeah, at the XYZ Company's banquet, <laughs> doing holiday parties, contributing yeah. to the war on Christmas. Yeah, I was supposed to do a cruise this week but it got canceled so hence i get to go to san antonio and hang out with you due to your you talking about your meningitis last week (laughs) (laughs) they were like we don't want him on our ship (laughs) they're like i don't know what woolly mammoth scat is but we don't want the person who has it (laughs) yeah no no you can't hand sanitize that away (laughs) you you get there on the cruise ship and they're like have you come in contact with a woolly mammoth in the last two weeks So if you can, folks, send us your weird news stories. And I mean, if you find something online that you want us to talk about, send it our way. Find something in the gutter, send it our way. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll read it. We like we like to, we like weird stuff. Yeah, you can get a bottle cap with a weird saying. Hell yeah. Send it to us. And if you can, uh, check out our Patreon page. If you want to donate a couple shekels, that'd be pretty cool. One buck a month, you get some cool stuff from us, get an extra episode. Dollar a month is cheaper than brushing your teeth for a month. It is, absolutely. 30% of my wages go towards brushing my teeth that, that, that's what i learned in home ec in high school <laughs> you put away your rent should be 30 percent, dental care 30 percent, and then 30 percent is fun <laughs> so if you can you can send us that at info at odd and offbeat.com and uh, what else that's it right that's it yeah we'll see y'all next week absolutely have a weird week folk we are out bye bye thanks for listening and stay weird this episode is sponsored by the sober ambulance drivers of america now taking obamacare